Gurav Sharma struck it right up the government by jumping ship before they could invoke the Walker jumping bill to push him off. He was already sacked by caucus in August, but yesterday fired this new salvo. He quit as a party MP entirely. He says because he found out the party was going to invoke the Walker jumping bill about six months before the election, thus avoiding a by-election. But he claims it would have left his electorate of Hamilton West without any representation. And he said that's undemocratic. So he blindsided them and quit before they could forcibly remove him. Now, the PM, though, came out swinging in a statement sounding just a little bit angry. She refuted Sharma's claims and said they were not considering the Walker jumping legislation. Weren't they, though? Who's telling the truth here? Schirmer would argue Labor's got form at fudging the truth. He pointed out that the last time they lied was when they said they wouldn't meet behind his back to discuss him. And as we know, it turned out they did exactly that. So he's on pretty sound footing when he says there's a pattern here. Part of that pattern, of course, is to gaslight and discredit, basically, you know, make him out to be a nut job. Many in the media seem willing to run that line too. But is he? Or is he just brave enough to speak out against status quo and bullies in a corrupt system? We saw Grant Robertson come straight out with a discrediting narrative saying there was no basis to the claims that they were going to kick him out via the Walker jumping bill. Uh, But when repeatedly quizzed on it, uh, Robertson did end up just shrugging his shoulders and saying, well, it is what it is. Now, if that's not a sign of a government that's given up, I don't know what is. Mind you, tough day for Grant yesterday. That CPI figure, oh my God, an absolute shocker. So maybe he was still reeling from that. Here's the rub, though. Jacinda, in further gaslighting moves, said she'd like Shermer to reconsider his position because it will cost taxpayers hundreds of thousands of dollars for a by-election. But wait a minute. Was it not she who was busy promoting Paul Eagle, a sitting Labour MP, for Mayor of Wellington. And had he actually won that, as Jacinda wanted him to, would that not have triggered a by-election in his seat? So how is it okay for taxpayers' money to be spent on that, but not on Shermer's seat? Bit hypocritical, isn't it? The timing couldn't be worse for Labour, of course, because in a bad week for the government, in a bad term for the government, with ongoing bad polling for the government, you've got to imagine a by-election's not really going to deliver a good result for them either. That Hamilton seat is not a Labour stronghold, it's a swing seat. I mean, they did win it off National in 2020, but it is a very different political scene now, is it not? It will be a referendum on the government's popularity, and they know it. And they should know that it won't be good. National, on the other hand, says bring it on, and they have every reason at this stage to sound so bullish, But as Grant Robertson so aptly said, you know, it is what it is.